It's the Mula Moment Show podcast. Do you want to sing it with me? It's the Mula Moment Show podcast. Okay. Great, great day, everybody. I have two of my favorite people with me. I hope some more is on the way today. This is the Mula Love Moment podcast. I have two of my smallest people in the house that's on the podcast with me today. I have David. Hey. Thank you, David. I have Helena. Hi. Okay. Today we're going to talk about some things that is prevalent and need to be talked about. And it's concerning our children because um, concerning, uh, we know that the coronavirus is going on and and whatever that is, whatever we say it is, whatever you say it is, it's what it is, you know, because we have so much information out there. But I, I know that we have to understand that everything is connected. We live in two spheres. We live in the spiritual world and we live in the physical world also. So what's going on in the physical world is going on in the spiritual world. We was just, um, I was just giving my two students at this time instructions to either sit crisscross applesauce or the lotus pose. And we, and you know what, whenever Yahshua, Jesus, his name is in the Bible, whenever he got ready to uh, talk about things, one of the things he did that was most prominent in my sight was he, 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 he took a little child and put him in all in the midst of all those older people. And he said, and he told them, he said, except you become as a little child, you cannot enter his kingdom. So what did he mean by that? I I believe he meant a a few things, and I'm sure all the things that he meant by that, I cannot express them at one time. But one of the things that I'm learning with my children, that everything starts when at the time of conception, when they're in their mother's womb, everything starts there. So what they're getting is from the mother. They're getting anything, all the things that they're hearing, eating, speaking is getting from their mothers. Does that sound about right, David? Yes. Um, and so what they learn is from their environment. And I'm learning their environment as they come into the earth. God put them in the earth for a special reason. So everything that he did, we know from scripture is good. So we have to look at the good and everything. So we were getting set up this morning and I was telling them to sit up to do crisscross applesauce or or the lotus pose because we we are do we do yoga every morning because yoga means union and yoga is an exercise that connects the mind to the body and it's just awesome. Whatever we do in the earth is meaningful. So yoga is a meaningful exercise to me because it helps me to learn my breathing. It helps me to connect my mind to my body. It helps me to meditate. It stretches me. It it uh it helps. There's three things that it does. It help it helps with strength, flexibility, and stability. So I've learned so much from doing yoga. Here here's my third party that's coming. Helena, welcome to the More Love Moment Show. <laughs> Natalia, welcome to the More Love Moment Show. I call well, I'm calling Helena, Natalia, and Natalia Helena. Welcome to the More Love Moment Show. Thank you. You're welcome. 
Thank you. If you if you remember my last podcast, she that girl. I let me tell you, she preached, and all I had to do was was introduce her, and she was off and going running. You know, so we all can listen to each other because we all have pertinent information to help each other in the moment, in the day. So she was awesome last week, and I really enjoyed her. Okay, so we're gonna get back to children. Okay, I want you to sit. Crisscross applesauce or the lotus pose, please, at this time. It's important. I'm finding out because of everyone has to stay in now and uh, and families have to, and jobs have stopped and businesses are on sl- are slow. So now the family has to get together. So following instructions and giving it really giving instructions learning how to give instructions in a way that will produce obedience as the result is very important so now that we're not running after the money a whole lot you know we're doing uh income producing activities every day but now the most important investment currency is our relationship with our family especially with our children so we need so we have had so much fun. Have you not had fun? I think they, Natalia and Helena have been with me three weeks. Have you had fun? Have you had fun, Helena? A little bit. Good. Have you? David has been with me a week. Have you had fun, David? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Well, fun is all about fun. When I say fun, I'm not talking about nonsense. Fun is enjoying what you do. You know, in school, and when we at per, at school at school, the only time the children would would say yeah is when they go out for physical education. <laughs> that's sad. It, that's sad because at the time that you're having fun is when you're really creative. At the time you're having fun is when you can really learn that the information can stick a lot better when you're having fun. So I learned this from Primerica, the number one uh, financial service company in the world, insurance, they, uh, uh, they do financial services. And they taught me to have fun. Just because you're making money doesn't mean you, can, you, you need to stop having fun. So that's why, so because you're learning math, because you're learning science, because you're learning language arts, doesn't mean you have to stop having fun. Because all of those are income-producing activities. One day, the more you learn, the more you what, David? Anybody know in the group? Huh? Have fun. The more you learn, the more you have fun. And the more you learn, the more you earn. If you don't know how to do anything, you think you're going to earn any income? No. Right. And we want to learn. We want to earn sustainable income. We want to learn what you call residual income. We want to, we wanted to keep coming in even if you're not doing it even if you're not working. We want to learn we want to earn long-term income. So it starts young. It starts and there's a biblical scriptures that says train them up in the way that they should go. That means whatever you want in your future, you got to start doing it when? No. Now. Absolutely. If whatever you don't want in your future, you got to stop doing it when? Now, good job, good job, good listening. Okay, so the Mola Moment Show is all all about finding your voice through the art of listening. Listening is an art. 
And we and we know when a person is listening, when they can finish our sentence. Did you know that? Teachers know that whether you are listening or not, and your grades depict whether you are listening. The grades do not tell you how much you know. The, your grades tell you us whether you are listening. Does that make sense? Because as information that there's you you we are learning to be lifetime students, and there's too much information for you to know a very little bit in a lifetime. Did you know that? So grades don't tell us how much you know, Helena. Grades tell us whether you're listening. Do you think do you think that's a good statement, Natalia? Being on the your laptops and being at home and 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 doing your work online. Because you have to listen to the stories in your in your in your math or your science or your language arts. And so when you're sitting there, when we're sitting there, we are getting good practice on listening. That's what that is. Because the more cause when you listen more. When you listen more, you learn more. So we, we're working on being greater listeners because I wasn't a good listener. I hate to say that. I was a great reader. And I could read and, and learn and comprehend. And I could I would I would make A's and B's. I would listen in school, but I wasn't listening at home. You, do you think that's prosperous to listen one place and not listen another place? Can you can you give me some so they can hear? You, give me some feedback with your with your voices, please. Yes. If you don't listen, it, do you think it's do you do you do you think it's good to talk to listen at home and not listen at school? Okay, do you think it's good to listen in school and not listen at home? You think it's good not to listen at home? Because, like, school has, like, much more things that you, like, have there. Because if you, like, have this, like, a school building, you don't have, like, everything you need. Because everything you need is at school. Isn't everything you need at home, too? Like, what what does school have? you're not at school, like. Like brushing your teeth is not at school, like paintings are not at school. Okay. So what you're saying to me, if your mother tell you to brush your teeth, it's not good for you to listen to her and do that. No, I'm saying that it's good for us. But But that's what I'm asking. Is it good to listen at home and at school? Yes. What about you, Natalia? Yes. What about you, Helena? Is it good to listen? Is it good to listen? At home and at school? No, because like home is just like it's like a building, but it has like much more like things than a building. But why isn't it good for you to listen? If I tell you to Helena, don't walk outdoors, that's and you walk and you don't listen to me and a bee and a, and you walk out on the balcony and a bee bite you, is it good? Is it not good to listen at home? That's what I'm saying. Should you listen? Should should you listen at home and at school? Is it beneficial for you to listen at home and at school? 
I like the way you're thinking about that. Okay, we're going to let her think about that because it's important to train up a child in the way they should go. So I believe it's good for us to be at home now because every t- it's, it, I like that dialogue that I just had with Helena because they won't know the importance of home training. They won't know the importance that teaching starts at home. They won't know the importance to understand that their mothers and fathers, their sisters and brothers, their aunts and uncles, their grandmama, their grandpapas are their first teachers. Teaching is a role. It's not a person. Teaching is a position. So they have to understand that their parents are their first teachers. And if you don't listen to your mother and father at home, you're not going to listen to your teachers. And that's what's going on in the, in, in the school building at certain buildings. And we think we have a problem of the children not being capable of learning, but it's not. It's about following instructions. It's about listening. It's about seeing the importance. Uh uh-uh. uh. Sit up, sit up. Crisscross applesauce or lotus pose. I love it. I love it. I want y'all to continue to be who you are. That's when it started. It starts when we're small. If we don't learn to follow instructions when we're small, we'll grow up not following instructions. That's why there's so many prisons. That's one of the reasons. People got so many excuses for people, for the prison system. But the prison system is indicative of people not listening, not wanting to listen to authority, and then not not trained up to listen and follow through on the instructions. I, I wanted to, I, I'm showing you an example. I'm opening up my home and showing you that all of this didn't start when they got in school. It started from their home life, where they started, where they, where they were brought up. Because children are who they are from zero to seven years old. That, that person is always going to be. That's why the Bible says, train them up in the way they should go. You should, we should start at training our children from our womb. Telling them, singing to them, talking to them, telling them the right things, reading the Bible to them, so they so that they will have a better better chance at being successful. We are starting that now, and there's some families that do that, and that's why you see uh, we looked at a Shark Tank YouTube, and the little girl was six years old. She had already started creating at six years old. And she was in front of the shark tank with her mother. I know her mother, see her mother is our first teacher. And I, and I loved that lady. I loved her because she was teaching her children to create because that's what we were put here. And she had made some kind of a little boo-goo-goo. What's the name of it? Boo-boo glue. She had created, she, she didn't, she didn't, you know, I'm sure she had gone to the to the doctor or to to get a dentist appointment and she didn't like her and I'm sure her mother too was instrumental in that I'm sure her mother because her mother's uh, I'm sure her mother was a great part of that uh, 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 building that building the company that she's building with boo boo glue but at six years old Shark Tank gave her $100,000 y'all to start her business at six years old let's give her a hand I don't know who she is let's give her a hand (laughs) So those types of examples 
that I wanted to share with with mine are here with my um, students that are here. We have one six, we have one at nine, and we have one at ten. And when I read the Bible, sometimes kings were put into place at eight years old, but they had counselors. They had counselors, older people around them, and that's all we have today. When you have a child in your home, we're here to help lead them and guide them. We're here to help point them in the right directions that, and to help them make better decisions. That's all we are here as parents is to help grandmamas and grandpapas and mothers and fathers, uncles and aunts and sisters and brothers. We're here to help them, not tell them what to do, but to help them make better decisions by showing them by our lifestyles first, showing them by our lifestyle, crisscross applesauce or lotus. See, and I'm saying that because I'm showing you how short attention span our minds are. And so that's everybody on the on the earth. So there's no one here smarter than anybody else. We all are the, we all have brought up with families, whether they were foster homes, whether they're mothers and fathers, where we brought up our sisters and brothers. But we all have to come to a point to understand that we have to listen more and we'll be able to understand better. And it's an art. I call it the art of listening. This show is all about helping us to escape the prisons of our own mind. I'm I'm not saying this to, to belittle anybody, but I'm just showing you this as an example. That we, even at 60 years old, I can start doing one thing. You know how we say I can be in the kitchen and start doing one thing. And when I, and I said, well, let me go to the, Back bedroom to do something, and by the time I get back there, how many steps? About 10, 15 steps, I will be have forgotten what I was starting to go back there for. So, so we have short attention spans. All of our attention spans from six years old to 65, our attention span is very short. So we have to find a way to learn to listen. It's called the art of listening. That means listening with intentions. And we have to teach them young. We have to start telling them to listen to us with intentions. Crisscross applesauce or lotus pose. My son, uh, my oldest son, uh, you know, I've homeschooled a lot of uh, um, a lot of my children. So they, I believe they had a better start because I had time to, to really take time with them in their in their education. And one day I was teaching. And we were in the bedroom and they were all sitting around the floor like like my grandchildren are here today. And he raised his hand. And he said, Mom. He was about probably about nine or ten, like Natalia or David. He said, Mom, is it a sin not to listen? And that that question was so phenomenal. I don't know how I really answered it. I think I said yes, because when you don't listen, there's consequences to not listening. There's consequences to every action that we have. Now, if my mother was sitting here and she told one of you something to do and you didn't do it, she had her little paddle right here. She had her little thing. Let me tell you. My mama didn't play when it came down, especially the education. I'm sorry, I walked away from the microphone. When we didn't do something my mother told us to do, we got our hands popped. 
especially she told us over and over, you know, especially when it came down to learning, because she said she sent us to school to learn. You don't go to school to make good grades. You go to school to learn. Just because you got a good grade doesn't mean you have learned anything. It means we said it learns, you know how you have memorized some things to take a test. But when you really learn it and somebody tests you today, you'll still remember how to do it 10, 15, 20, 30 years from now. Like riding a bike. How many of you got bicycles? Okay, you what what age did you learn how to ride the bike, David? Four or five? Okay. How how what age were you, Natalia, when you learned how to ride a bike? I'd say about five or six. Well, huh? I was five back to Helena, you, your bike still has training wheels on it. I have a new bike. Okay. Okay. If you listen to this. And then we're going to end. If you had, if when you learn how to ride that bike and you never rode the bike for five or 10 or 20 years from now, could you, do you think, I'm asking you, do you think you would know how to ride that bike when you get, if you don't ride it anymore until you get, let's see, Helena, 10, do you think you still know how to ride that bike? What about you, David? Most definitely. What about you, um, Natalia? If you don't ride, you know how to ride the bike, right? Mm -hmm. So do you do you think you know how to ride the bike when you get sixteen? Uh, okay, that's I'll think. Everybody thinks differently. But I I learned how to ride. I am I will be sixty five in August, and I learned how to ride a bike when I was your age, Natalia. When I got back on a bike, that's thirty over thirty years. I hadn't ridden a bike in over thirty years, and when I got back on that back bike, Natalia, Helena, and David, I still knew how to ride that bike. You know why? I learned it. Learning is different than just reading something and not being able to do it over and over and over again. Learning is when you do it over and you and it's a part of you. It's a part of your lifestyle. So once you hear something over and over and over again, you learn it. And then you with, let me ask you this. With, if I ask you, you learn one plus one, Helena, Natalia, crisscross applesauce or lotus pose. Okay. You learn how to add one plus one. When, because you do it every year and every day, uh, when you're dealing with money, when you're dealing with school books, and are you going to forget? Do you forget what's one plus one? Why? It's part of your brain. What would you say, too? When you do something every day, you learn it. It's a habit. And years later, you won't forget it because you learned it. You might not be good at it, but you but you won't forget it. You'll Nobody had to teach me how to ride a bike again when I get back on the bike 30 years later. So that's how it is today. You have, 
listening, the art of listening and learning. So when you're at home, I don't care when where you, where do you learn? You just learn in a school building? You learn at home. You learn everywhere. Yes, Natalia was homeschooled also, which is a great plus. She's a she's has is a great reader, and she I loves. Yes, yeah, she she wanted to let you know that she, you're right. When she went to public school, she could have skipped a couple of grades because at home we have the time to sit down and let and let learning take place. Because once you learn it. Nobody can take it away from you. And so a lot of things that's happening in the public school system and other schools is that they're, they're, lear they're, they're learning to take a test, to remember the test. And when they have, they have good grades, they, they think that they have really made it. But learning is not about good grades. It's about habitually making good habits and remembering with the things that you need to remember when you need it. Remembering those things like one plus one, like riding a bike. Nobody has to reteach you that. It's learned. So thank you for listening today. We went over about five minutes and 22 seconds so far, but I thank you, Natalia. I thank you, Helena. I thank you, David, for being a part of the More Love Moment show podcast. And I, we will see you next Saturday at 11 o'clock. I love you. Have a great day. The love will love on this show. I live a magical life. A magical life. We live a magical life. Great morning, the Mola Moments Show. I live a magical life, a magical life. I live a magical life, a magical life. I live a magical life. Yes, we live a magical life. Let's get up, let's get going. It's about 12 o'clock. Three and I'm supposed to be, according to the physical, here at 11, but it's all good because we live a magical life. Good morning, great morning. This is the More Love Moment Show podcast, and we're here live and in person. Hallelujah. Okay, today we're still creating the More Love Moment Show. It's all about helping you find your voice through the art of listening, and it's about helping one another escape the prisons of our own minds. We are prisoners of our own minds, okay? If it's going to be, it's up to me. We heard that a long time ago. If it's going to be, it's up to me. Hi. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, I'm excited. As you can see, we are still on weeks and days of dealing with what they quote, the coronavirus, and we are, quote, quarantined, <laughs> and what they say, but we know 
that this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Okay, I'm, I just feel like going to church this morning. I don't apologize for that because I'm breathing. I'm six feet above water, uh, six feet above earth. So I don't apologize this morning for my excitement, for my thrill of being alive and enjoying life as it is. Okay, I got my got one of my favorite people here. This. And back of me, he may have something to say. We have here this morning, David. <laughs> you remember King David? Most Davids are very instrumental in demonstrating the love of God. This great guy right here, he has, he's about nine years old, and he demonstrates so much love. You know what? Yesterday he told me, okay, let me breathe. Y'all can see I'm excited. Yesterday he said, Grandma, I got you. You know what? You know what that did for me? To hear a not my nine-year-old grandson say, I got you. You know, it doesn't matter who got you. It, it matters that. It doesn't matter who it is, but it matters that you have someone that has your back at all times. And we know who that someone is, Yahshua, but he's in the form of David's. He's in the form of Sally's. He's in the form of Susan Maggie's and June's and all the people that he have created. Okay, we're here to support one another. So this morning, it's all about, it is still all about gratitude. That's one of the currencies of the time. The greatest currency of this time and of all times is a state of gratitude. We can, we've heard it said that gratitude is a new currency. We've heard it said gratitude is a new attitude. And your attitude is what takes you far in this life. It's like your character is what it's all about. And I'm still harping on you, finding your voice. How do you find your voice? What does it mean to find your voice? I was sitting in a class in um, in college, and I, it was an English class. And I asked my professor, we were on some subject, and I asked my, my professor, how do you find your voice? And he said, well, you can talk to the department head about that, you know. So I never talked to the department head about it. But at the time, we were in a class, and that question just came to my mind. And I always could ask questions. But finding the answer is another thing, or discovering the answer is another thing. So you you are listening to the More Love Moment show because I found my voice. And I have something to say. And it's mainly about personal development. It's mainly about, at this point in time, learning how to love me, learning how to love yourself. You know, there's a scripture that says, love others. The two greatest commandments, let me get it right. The two greatest commandments is to love God, then love others as you love yourself. So all those three are synonymous. They go hand in hand. Loving God is loving self and loving others. They go hand in hand because what you want people to do to you, that's what you should do unto others. And um, I have my other grandbaby here and uh, we were taught, we were doing yoga this morning. And you know what? By me finding my voice, I'm so excited because I never wanted to hurt people's feelings. But it's not about hurting people's feelings. It's about telling the truth. You know, my intention is not to hurt people's feelings. So sometimes when you when you put your voice out there, I'm doing my podcast, sweethearts. I'm doing my podcast. The noise, sweethearts. I can't. I don't want the noise. I'm, I'm still doing my morning podcast and people are going to hear this all over the world. So uh, about finding your voice. And we were just, we were doing yoga, a little bit of yoga this morning before I came on the podcast. And, you know, sometimes when you have children and they don't want to do 
you know, when they come out as babies, they can't say, I don't want to do this. I don't like this and like this. You know, that's why we say sometimes we wish they would go back to babies. But God has said in his word that except we become as little children, we cannot enter the kingdom. So sometimes, we, you know, we got to train them up in the way that they should go. So I was say, so, you know, she started breathing out negativism. And I said, okay, don't do it. If you don't want to do it, just don't do it because I don't want that negative energy in my space. And that's what finding your voice is all about, how to correct, how to talk, how to communicate with people in a way that will bring on change, that will bring on transformation. And sometimes those things that are said, that person may not like it, but it's, if, it's to, if it's to help in their transformation, the greater the moment, the greater that moment is. That's why I call it moments, because you never know when a person is going to transform. Because if we are like seeds planted in in the earth, we're like flowers, and when we plant that seed in the ground, you know, we plant it in one form, and then we look it's in another form. So change can take place at any time. Those three components, there are three components that I live by, that I call my core values. One is tell myself the truth. Oh my God, I got to clap on that one. Tell myself the truth. Be honest. When you're honest with yourself, then you can be honest with others. And that's what brings us out of that immobility, that that non-creative state. Because God has put us here to create. We are creative. He told us to be fruitful, multiply, subdue, and take dominion in whatever area that we are masters in, whatever area we are gaining ground in. Because you can't teach others what you're not doing yourself. So I, I, I love this personal development because it's an ongoing thing. And it's an everyday thing because your personal branding takes you into your business branding, which takes you into the world around you. Okay, so be honest at all times. And the next core value is change can happen at any time. Change, putting it, I was uh, referring to the seed in the ground, putting that seed in the ground. And when it changes into uh, a leaf or when it changes into the green material that you see at the top of the earth, you know, it. you don't know, it, it, it grew in darkness. So that's how things are in the earth. Maybe you're in the dark period of your life. Maybe it seems like darkness is all around you, but that's when growth really materializes. You are growing. There's nothing wrong. Everything is right. And we were sitting here the other day, and uh, because we know that uh, education and language and understanding is progressive, I, would, we, I was sitting on the stool and I, my granddaughter came up and and we were, t- I don't know, we were talking about pain. And she said, pain means, Grandma, you birthing something. I said, where did that come from, girl, out of you? She said, I don't know. So you understand that we have the DNA in our cells is full of wisdom knowledge and understanding. We were we were created for success. If we only take time, slow down, and think about what we're thinking about, learn how to learn, and just progress in our understanding of self-development, personal development. That's needed at all times. I've been doing it for years. And he said if we seek first his way of doing things, I seek first the way that that he indoctrinated things to be, then everything else will be added. And that is true. All we have to do is be. <laughs> Let me say it again. 
All we have to do is be. So change can happen at any time, just like the seeds planted in the ground. Every seed that's been planted in the ground goes in one form, but it comes out another totally different form. So you can't be who you were yesterday. Do you be looking like a baby? You be looking like that little suckling baby that came out of your mother's womb. Okay. So we are changing constantly. Change is the only constant. So change can happen at any time. And then the last core value that I like to express today is be the change that you want others to see. Be the change that you want others to see. You want people to change around you? Well, you change for the better. You change because you attract who you are. So if you want better people around you, then you'll be a better person. If you want the kind of person that's honest and truthful and walking in integrity, well, you'll be that person that's walking in integrity and honest with yourself first. Love the skin you're in. Be, you know, it's taken me years. I'm over 60 now. And it's taken me years to love the skin that I'm in. Oh my goodness, to love the skin that I'm in, to be appreciative of my skin color, to be appreciative of my lips, to be appreciative of my hips, but be appreciative of my fingertips, to appreciate them. That's what this is all about. Not the form, not the Coca-Cola bottle uh, uh, form, but a form of love, peace, joy, and happiness, loving the skin that I'm in, loving what God has created, even though it's, it's aging, but it's aging beautifully, okay? Everything, we were created beautifully. Oh, the, the, the magnitude of understanding, the magnitude of understanding that we were uh, wonderfully, beautifully, magnificently made, okay? So be the change that you want others to see. Be the change that you want others to be. You be, be it, be, do, have, be, do, have. It always start with it, with, oh, the end in mind. So if it's be, do, have, we, you have to know that you already have the wealth that you need already inside of you. So I have an ebook that's on Amazon that's called The Billionaire Mindset. Look at all the wealth you have in you already. Look at all the wealth you have in you already. It's on Amazon now. You can purchase it at any time, $9.99, now and forever. But it helps us to begin to think about what we're thinking about and begin to think of the process that we're in and knowing how to make successful changes, knowing how to be successful. Um, have we have everything that we need in the scripture it says he's already given us everything that pertain to life and godliness he's already given us that we just have to seek search oh my and discover we are scientists at all times we're educators at all times we're leaders at all times so leaders produce leaders so we're all leaders and we just have to accept he doesn't make us the lead, but we have to accept the leadership positions in our lives, in the lives of others. So I've taken on that leadership role, and this podcast is an exemplary tool that I use to help others find their voices through the art of listening, escaping the prisons of our own mind. So the core values are be honest to yourself, be honest at all times. Walk in integrity. The next core value is change can happen at any time. You're never too old. 
as they say, to change. Change happening all the time. Change is the only constant and be the change that you want others to see. I hope you have enjoyed this More Love Moment podcast this morning. I have my crew here. We, Like I said, we they say we are quarantined, but this is the time for families to come together and get to know one another in the ages that they're in. You know, we, we we work, we go to work, we spend more time in in the in the process of other people's endeavors, but now is the time for total transformation where everything starts at home. I mean, love, the Bible says starts at home. So we are projecting, we are demonstrating that love here every day, creating the lifestyle that we want, creating that freedom lifestyle. So here we go again. We live that magical life. More Love Mama Show podcast right back at you. We'll see you next time. Hey, let's do this. You're wonderful. You're great. I see you. Gratitude does look wonderful on you. Have a great week.